You're listening to A Prophet, a collaboration between Sakhlain and Al-Hujja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sakhlain.org support. We continue our examination of the blessed biography of the greatest creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Holy Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa One thing to always keep in mind as we discuss the history, the legacy and the biography of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa is that he is, he is the most beloved creation of Allah. How many creations has Allah created? Trillions upon trillions? He is the best of all of them. He is the purest of all of them. He is indeed the greatest creation of Allah. Sometimes when we're reading the biography, it's important to remember that. You are gathered to discuss the history of the most beloved creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That in itself is very significant and important. Previously, we examined the very important sulh of Hudaybiyah, the treaty of Hudaybiyah. We examined how this was a great victory for Islam and Muslims. Then we examined the letters of the Prophet to various kings and emperors. In our discussion tonight, we will begin the discussion on Khaybar and the march to Khaybar. Because the very next important significant event that happened after Hudaybiyah is the conquest of Khaybar. And this was truly a turning point in the history of Islam. Quraysh were no longer an immediate threat to Muslims. The Prophet had just concluded a peace treaty with them. So there was some relative peace. The Jews of Khaybar remained the biggest threat now. They were able to mobilize more than 10,000 strong fighters in the fort of Khaybar. They had over 10,000 strong fighters. And they had the economic foundation and power to fund a very nasty war, a long war against Muslims. And they also logistically had strong forts to protect them. The Jews of Khaybar were a threat to Muslims because they had given refuge to the Jews who were expelled from Medina. If you remember from our previous years, we discussed Banu Qaynaqa', we discussed Banu Nadir, due to their crimes and atrocities, the Prophet did not kill them, he asked them to leave Medina. Many of them went where? To Khaybar. Because Khaybar was a very big stronghold for the Jews, many of them went there. Salamu alaykum wa rahmatullah. Alaykum assalam wa rahmatullah. They went to Khaybar to settle, to settle over there. We also saw the evil role of the Khaybaris at the Battle of Al-Ahzab, the Battle of Khandaq. Who sparked the Battle of Khandaq? It was the Jews of Khaybar. They are the ones who sparked the battle. They went to the pagans of Mecca and Quraysh, even though the Jews are supposed to be monotheists, and the pagans are idol worshippers and the Torah condemns idol worshipping and considers it a big crime that's even punishable by death. 
But because of their hatred for Islam, they went to Mecca, they mobilized the Qurayshis and the Meccans, and that's why the Battle of Ahzab happened. And we examined the details of this battle. So the Jews of Khaybar were a constant threat. Any moment, they can collaborate with various tribes, Salaamu Alaikum, and they can make a surprise attack on Medina. They had the economic power to do that, and they had the manpower to do that. They also had a very powerful alliance with the powerful tribe of Ghatafan. The tribe of Ghatafan lived around Khaybar. They had a big alliance with them, and they were pagans. So now you have this big tribe that has more than 4,000 fighters. You, you're in alliance with them. So it was impossible, unwise for the Prophet to just overlook this threat. You have to do something about these Khaybaris. They did not repent. They made it clear that any chance they get, they will strike Islam. And there was also the serious threat of the Khaybaris reaching out to Qaisar, the Caesar, and also Kesra, the Persian emperor, to fight the Prophet They had the skills to do that. And they had the evilness to do that. So all of this put Muslims at a big disadvantage. Muslims would be in the desert fighting, while the Jews in the forts of Khaybar would drain them slowly. That was their tactic, by the way. We stay in our forts, our enemy fights from outside in a desert, they're not well equipped. We can handle a war for months, six months, a year. We have the logistics to undertake such an operation and let them slowly die. That was their strategy. So the Prophet ﷺ was aware that the Jews of Khaybar were planning to attack Muslims and put an end to Islam. He had to take action after all that they had done, especially at the Battle of Ahzab and the Battle of Khandaq. Now where is Khaybar? Khaybar is an area that was about three days away from Medina during those times in the normal mode of transportation, it would take you three days. It's about 160 kilometers or 100 miles north of Medina. Khaybar in the original Jewish language means fort because it is a series of forts. There were about eight forts. Some hadiths indicate seven, some say ten, some say eight. There were eight forts right next to each other. Khaybar also had big farmlands and a lot of palm trees. Some reports indicate that Khaybar had 40,000 palm trees. One palm tree can produce a lot of dates if you've seen that. Imagine if you have 40,000 palm trees. So you can see the size of the impact of this place. Now later, as we shall see, the Prophet ﷺ conquers six of these forts. The other two were opened with an agreement with the Jews. What was the population of Khaybar? Any guesses? 250,000? I think all of Arabia probably didn't have that many numbers in that, in that time. Let, let me give you an idea of the population of Medina. At this time, the population of Medina is estimated to be around 3,000. Very small, yes. It's after the conquest of Mecca, Fatah Mecca, that Medina exploded with you know, so many citizens. 
But before Fatah Mecca, 3,000. You want to go far? Four or five thousand. It was definitely under 10,000. Remember at the Battle of Khandaq, there were 10,000 fighters outside of, of Medina. They outnumbered the Muslims 10 to 1. The Muslims, with all their power, they could only mobilize about a thousand fighters. So you can see the size of Medina. Medina was only three to four or five thousand people, if you look at the population. Khaybar had 20,000 people. So we're talking about a city that's seven, six, say five times larger than Medina. I just want you to see logistically the size of Khaybar. So later, when you see how Allah gives the Prophet victory through Imam Ali, you will appreciate that. We're looking at a city that big. And they had 2,000 strong warriors. 2,000 powerful warriors. They had 10,000 fighters. More than 10,000 fighters. Two of them were warriors. They were not just average fighters. They were well-experienced warriors. So when does the Prophet decide to go to Khaybar? Muslims return from Hudaybiyah in the month of Dhul Hijjah. About 20 days later, in the month of Muharram, they head to Khaybar. So we're now talking about Muharram year 7 of the Hijrah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-Fat had promised Muslims that He would give them a victory. Allah says he's promised you many gains and he's promised you this specific one he's given you this specific one the tafsir of it is khaybar so the prophet was promised from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that if you be patient and you're strong Allah will give you khaybar so they arrived khaybar just to give you a brief summary we'll look at the details and they placed the fort under siege the siege lasts for a long time some reports, in, some reports indicate months. One narration from Ibn Abbas says six months the siege lasted on Khaybar. It's probably unlikely that it lasted that long, but many historians state it exceeded a month for sure. Maybe two months, maybe three months. Yes. Sorry, the Prophet wasn't fighting in Muharram. He was going there to ask the Jews of Khaybar to surrender. The fighting happened after Muharram. We shall see that it happened in the month of Safar, some say in the month of Rabi' al-Awwal. So there was no fighting. The Prophet was just going there. He wanted to peacefully negotiate with them, with the Jews of Khaybar. That was the, the plan.